as we know that women's health impacts overall family and community health. Welcome to the 2022 season of Run My West Coast. I am your host, Eddie Klein. Run My West Coast is a show about running in West Michigan. Podcast episodes feature local runners, local races and race directors, along with running community and Holland Haven Marathon details. In this episode called, This Event is for Every She Who Runs, I share my monthly running tips for April, which actually come from a little bit different perspective this time. Additionally, I'm giving you all the details about the She Runs Grand Rapids race with Gazelle Sports CEO, Jen Brummett. Plus, of course, all the great information about races coming up soon in West Michigan. Let's get started. Let's get into our running tips of the month for April. This month, I want to tell you about a training program that you may not be familiar with, and it's called Aerobic Capacity, and it's with Coach Chris Hinshaw. He has a couple different training plans, and one I'm going to mention first is one you might use for Holland Haven, and it's a 14-week half marathon plan, and you do three runs a week, and it's only 20 bucks. And if you're looking for something a little bit shorter, there's a 10-week 5K training plan, which also is three runs a week, and it's 20 bucks. He also has some swimming plans and some rowing plans. He also has Zoom calls available where you can talk to him personally for 30, 30 to 60 minutes. And he also has in-person aerobic capacity seminars. So let me go into a little bit of who is uh, Chris Hinshaw so you get an idea of who I'm talking about and why. So Chris Hinshaw is the founder of aerobiccapacity.com and is widely considered one of the top endurance coaches in the world. Chris is known internationally for his extensive knowledge and practical experience developing, developing aerobic capacity in athletes of all experiences levels using his comprehensive, cutting-edge approach to training. Hinshaw is a former All-American swimmer and world-class professional triathlete. His top international finishes include a second place overall at the Hawaii Ironman World Championships, second place overall at the Ironman World Championships in Canada, and a first place overall finish at Ironman Brazil. He is the endurance coach to hundreds of athletes and professionals that range from recreational fitness enthusiasts to the FDNY, United States Marines, United States Army, Olympians, and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu world champions. All right, so that's a little bit about Coach Chris Hinshaw. Let's talk about his philosophy of training a little bit so you'll kind of know why I'm introducing this and why it might apply to you. So, this question, how to build a, pro a powerful aerobic engine. Runner, runners typically lace up the sneakers, go, out, go outside at their own pace or on the track, and it's the same straight routine. But this type of monotonous training is doing more, more harm than good. In a short amount of time, your body adapts. The change either stops or it goes the opposite direction. We need to focus on maximizing a person's training to achieve specific goals and combating any plateauing the body may have during training. All the information that's out there today is geared toward the elite athlete. That's where the data and research is going. It's catering to fractional gains. In order to find out what you need to work on, we need to calculate your fatigue factor or the rate at which you slow down during your run. A, a fatigue factor allows you to bridge the gap between your starting pace and where you want to end up as a runner. So 
his philosophy is you're going to use a fatigue factor to figure out what your training is going to be. By maximizing your training and then personalizing your routines based on your fatigue factor, you'll achieve your individual goals. Sounds simple, right? Well, it may be more technical than you've ever thought about running could be. Focusing in on speed or endurance rather than mindless miles has proven to make a difference. I mean, we, we can all agree with that. If you go out for no reason and you're just randomly running miles, it's not going to get you anywhere. You've got to have some specific training or a specific goal or specific pace or something you're doing to get somewhere with your running. Now, here's a quote from Chris. I'm not focused on coaching the elite specialist looking to win the Olympic Games. I specialize in coaching the fitness enthusiast looking to build confidence while efficiently and effectively maximizing their performance. So I, I just thought this Chris Hinshaw at aerobiccapacity.com might be somebody you might consider looking into his program as a different way to shake up your routine. It's it's probably not the one you've seen before if you, if you take a look at it. Give it a thought. I'm going to go over the half marathon program, the 13.1-mile training plan, just a little bit, just give you an idea of, of a little bit what it's about. It's a 14-week aerobic capacity half marathon training plan. It's designed for the recreational runner to have successful 13.1 half marathon race day experience and finishing performance. Um, there's priority workouts here. So we got some low-volume, high-intensity speed workouts. You got some moderate volume, moderate intensity, lactate threshold workout, and a high volume, low intensity, aerobic threshold, muscular stamina building workout. So it sounds like like some other running programs you've probably seen before, not too unfamiliar. But give that a try. Look it up. Uh, link to it in our show notes if you want to check out what is going on with aerobiccapacity.com. Next is my interview with Jen Brummett. Jen is the CEO of Gazelle Sports. Gazelle is celebrating their 10th year of She Runs Grand Rapids, which was formerly known as Gazelle Girl. Why the name change? Keep listening to find out. And you're going to find out even more about She Runs Grand Rapids, including they are a 100% zero-waste event. They have a green team of 30 people that go out and collect all the waste and recycling from the event, leaving nothing out there, which is super cool. Helping them with that this year is Hiccup Earth Cups, which I'm a big fan of. Hiccup Earth Cups are the silicone cups that are recyclable, usable, and they leave zero waste. So that's one tidbit about She Runs Grand Rapids. We're going to talk to Jen. We're going to find out all the details and even more about what she's been up to, what Gazelle Sports is up to, and how you can get registered for She Runs Grand Rapids this year. Stay tuned and find out from Jen. Hi, Jen. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Eddie. It's awesome to be here with you. Thanks for making the trip out to Grand Rapids to meet with me. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm I'm excited to hear all about this event and what's going on with you and what's going on with uh, She Runs Grand Rapids. So thank you. let's get into some specifics. I want to start with uh, Jen and how she got started on running and where yeah. where your journey is in your life. Yeah, well, thank you. My earliest, I guess I'll share this, my earliest running memory um, and I've been associated with Gazelle Sports since 1991. Oh, wow. um, my mom is one of the co-owners. And uh, my earliest uh, running memory would be the Kids Classic in Kalamazoo. Oh. And that would be, that's where I grew up is in Kalamazoo. So I can remember getting ready for that event. And uh, so really my running journey started a long time ago, but I've had an on and off relationship with it um, throughout my life. I was a swimmer and a volleyball player. 
um, growing up and found running, you know, during college again, found it again. Um, but it's always been part of an overall, um, or one piece of my overall movement journey. So a couple runs a week, but I'm also, um, I love strength training and going for walks with my family and hiking. Um, so my running journey is, you know, like I said, it's part of, part of my, my life, but it's not the only thing I do because I enjoy moving in lots of different ways. Um, but I totally am in love with what running does for me mentally. And that's where I find my most, um, my clearest head, my reset moment is when I'm out on the road, just thinking and, um, and connecting with my body and my mind. So that's my, my running journey. Oh, that's fantastic. It's, it's great to connect running, not only physically, but mentally and like even spiritually and psychologically just helps you clear your body, clear your mind. Mm -hmm. And, and that thinking, you know, I, I'm one that doesn't run with music or anything like Mm -hmm. that or a podcast in my head. I want to be out there and like, just have that alone time, especially, especially because I like a lot of trail running. So getting out in nature. So I agree with you in that, that kind of setting yourself away from everything that quiet time really, exactly. it really is nice when you're out on a run for sure. Exactly. And I think over the last two years, um, that it was really the place where I could feel, um, most connected, right. Is like, there was a lot going on in the world and it was the place that I could recenter myself and, um, just feel in control for a little bit when everything felt really, really uncertain. So running was running continues to be that place for me. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So how about racing? Are you <coughs> you do some races? Have you dabbled in some races or yeah. been a been a distance runner or a sprinter or anything like yeah. that? Yeah, I mean, not really a, a true distance runner. I've never done a marathon, um, but my favorite events are with my girlfriends. Right, so we always uh, get together to do at least one five k or ten k every year, um, and that's. That's my that's my jam is being with my girlfriends. I had the opportunity to get my one of my really good friends to her first five k. Um, she said, "I just want to run my first five k." I said, "Great, stay with me. Like I'll get you to run the whole thing. Like just stick right here on my shoulder, and I'm not going to let you not run it. Like we'll I'll push you a little bit. I'll cheer you on, um, but we'll make it happen." And we were successful. That was a uh, Zealand Zoom in 2019. Um, so we had a ton of fun that evening and, uh, you know, we got her to her first 5k, which I think that's the moment of pride for me, um, that, you know, we still talk about that day and what that meant for her on her running journey. Yeah. The community aspect of running is so huge and there's, and it's funny cause there's such a mix of running. It's like, you want to be out on your own on the, on the road sometimes by yourself and clear your head, but there's then you also want to be with all your people. friends. Yeah. So there's just this like such a black and white different yep. side of it that that everything about it just makes it great though yeah. and that and that's cool that your friends are like your motivation to not only help yourself be a runner but to help yep, them so sure. that's a great reason to be a, a runner for sure exactly and when someone thinks they can't do it and they just need someone to cheer them on right i love being that person yeah that says you can do it and that's um what a privilege that is to be able to be along someone's side and say I'm doing this for you. No matter how slow, how fast you want to go, I'm right here for you. And we'll make sure that you can achieve that goal as you set out to be, to do that. Maybe if someone wasn't there giving you a little nudge, you might not be able to do it. Yeah. So many people need that kind of support. And and I know that your event, the She Runs Grand yeah. Rapids is really big on that. So I, I can see where you're the right person to be behind this race yeah, and making it happen. 
Now, do you yeah. have a personal race lined up for this year that you think you're going to do as a 5K with friends or something, maybe? You know, I don't have anything on the calendar just yet. Um, I have a friend that's challenged me to do our event, uh, Lake Michigan RTS. So maybe that might be on the docket this year for me. I love that race. I do too. Um, so I've, you know, I've been out uh, volunteering for that event in previous years, but I don't have anything on the calendar. So I need to listen to this podcast and get what's coming up. Yes, there is. I know a great one in September. There you go. Uh, maybe that's up. the one. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you want to, if you want to upgrade your distance a little bit to like an 8K. Okay, there you go. Maybe that's what I need to do. There's one in Holland coming up. All so right. Maybe, maybe I'll put that on my calendar, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about this event we're, ta- we're here to meet about, the She Runs Grand Rapids and get a little bit about what's going on with that. And I, you got all the information, so I'm just going to ask you some stuff, and you can pour your heart out and say, sure. hey, this is what's going on with this. So let's start, let's start with the big question because there's, there's a lot of background with Gazelle Girl, yeah. and then it changed over to She Runs Grand Rapids. So Gazelle Girl started how and why, and then you transferred over the name. And where's, what's the history behind all that? Yeah. How, did it get it, how did it evolve? Yeah, so I've had the honor to have been part of this event since the fall of 2012, when we sat in this same conference room where we're recording this podcast and thought about how cool would it be to bring a women's only event to Grand Rapids. And at the time, um, you know, 10 years ago, it was celebrating the 40th anniversary of Title IX. And we had seen Nike put together a women's only event and thought, hmm, I think West Michigan could, could handle something like that. So, you know, why we started was to celebrate the 40th anniversary of Title IX. Um, to empower and con- empower and connect women, um, because we know that women's health impacts overall family and community health. To enhance our partnerships in the running community. To actively encourage new runners and walkers to participate in the sport of running. And to raise money for um, important charity partners that support women and children. And most of all, to have some fun. Right? Sure, we thought that would be why we needed to start this event. Um, so over the years, you know, that first year we were like, yeah, if we can get 2000 women to participate, that would really be something. And we sold out the half marathon Oh wow! on that first year. And the energy of that day at that time, we started in Rosa Park circle and it was a rainy, cold April day. Um, and I think towards the end of the event, it was actually sleeting sideways. Um, and we've had all, all the weathers over the years. We've had 70 degrees, we've had rainy uh, the last time we were together in person in 2019, we had slush. The night before, we were talking to the city about, like, are we going to have to salt the roads? How does that, what, we've never had that. What are we going to do? Turned out to be okay, but it was a little slushy at the end. Um, so we've had it all. But this event over the years has held a really important place in the running community. It's hold, held an important place in women's hearts because it's been many first-time um events for people, either doing a 5K for the first time or going for that half marathon for the first time. Um, and I guess one quick tidbit here is over 50% of our participants are first timers. Um, so they're achieving a new distance or um, just really trying the sport. And we want to create that environment for people. Um, so getting to the name change, you know, Gazelle Girl, you know, at the time, we're like, yes, that, that works. The alliteration was good. It had our name in it. It was a women's only event that felt right. Um, but as, you know, the event started and really got going and got some momentum behind it, we started to hear from people that, hey, the word girl doesn't sit with me. I don't relate to that. And then, you know, the events of 2020 happened. 
And we really took the opportunity to, to reset and to say, what are the core values of Gazelle Sports? What's the why we started this event? And we reflected on all of those. And if the, if the moment was <clears throat> to really create a space that was welcoming to all women, to empower all women, we really needed to address the name. And we've used She Runs Grand Rapids in shirt designs and how we've talked about the event over the years. Um, but this is really our opportunity to reset and to say this event is for every she who runs, however you identify, every she who runs. Um, so that's really what's behind the name change. You know, we're really proud of, of why the event started and who we are and how we've evolved. Um, and we're excited for how She Runs Grand Rapids continues to evolve into the years ahead. Yeah, do you think putting the name of the city in was a big big part of it? Like, honestly, people know it's in Grand Rapids, mm-hmm. but you still wanted to say, you know, yeah. these women are taking on Grand, Grand Rapids, Rapids, right? For sure. So you're, you're empowering them to run this city, city and take it on. I think that's a cool, like, unique way you, you said that you're taking it on and, and taking ownership of it mm-hmm. as women. As women. And running, yeah, so I think that's cool, too. Yeah, and I think the energy on... Um, she runs Grand Rapids Day or Gazelle Girl Day previously is something so unique. And, you know, I, I share with people that it's a day I cry every year, right? The emotion of what that finish line feels like and seeing all the families there supporting their loved ones on, on the streets of Grand Rapids and the camaraderie that happens um, and just the downright excitement and accomplishment that's happening on that day is unlike any other. And so really cementing it to say like, she runs Grand Rapids. We're taking over the city with women in the streets of Grand Rapids, running, celebrating, raising funds for incredible charity partners. Like, heck yes. It's an amazing, it'll be an amazing day. Yeah. It, I, I've been down there at the finish line before and I've experienced that. And I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I completely agree with you. It is, it is, it is awesome. I've seen my wife and a lot of my girlfriends run the race and yeah, I think I volunteered out there before too and did different parts of it. So yeah, I totally agree with you. It's a fantastic atmosphere. Thank you. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, Hopefully the weather is great this year. Now we did move the date a little bit and I understand, I I understand your reasoning. I looked up a little bit one, one you're contending with Easter, Mm -hmm. you're contending with spring break and Easter is that weird holiday. It just moves around, you know? Like Christmas is always December twenty five, and and you know Thanksgiving's at least always the last Thursday of. Right. But Easter just jumps it's all so over, and, and you're a race director. It's like how am I supposed to plan my race around so a holiday that's constantly moving? So exactly, I think moving to May first is a good idea. It's going to get you a little further into the spring, where the weather's probably going to be a little more favorable, less chance. We of, hope so. Yeah, so I'm sure those are your reasons, right? Exactly. It, yeah. Exactly. Easter was uh, we've we've gone round and round with Easter, and then we can get away from the potential of snow. I mean, we, we might not be out of the woods just yet, but if we can get away from a little further away from the potential for snow, that feels, that feels good. Um, you know, and there's also some other community events that were right around that same time that we just wanted to be mindful of. Um, so, you know, May 1st is, we can now say it'll be the first, the first Sunday in May. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's always gonna be first Sunday in May, not necessarily May 1st, but it's going to be on a Sunday. It'll be, it'll be a Sunday. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Yeah, but jumping, getting away from Easter, and also it gets us away from Boston Marathon a little bit. We've had some women not be able to compete because they've, or participate because they've been, um, we've been on Boston Marathon weekend. Oh, that makes too. sense too. Yeah, I need so, to think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. 
Um, the events, we didn't even mention. We have a half marathon. Yeah. We have a 10K. We have a 5K. That's right. Those are all on May 1st. And then also, there's the Gazelle Sports Kids Run. That's right. Which is on April 30th on Saturday, the day before the race. So yeah. tell me a little bit about the Kids Run real quick. Yeah. So that's new this year. Okay. Um, it's been something that we have been kicking around for several years, is how do we make race day about the participant? But how do we also invite family to be part of this event? As we, as we know, that's a critical part um, of of the event is how do you just engage a whole family to uh, bring access to, to running and walking. So we worked with the city um, to be able to run our Gazelle Sports Kids Run um, on up Monroe Center. Um, so it'll be a 0.3-mile fun run. So a little bit of a short course. We're welcoming kids eight and under to participate uh, in the kids run. It'll start right before the expo experience, which is also right along Monroe Center this year. Um, so again, it's just an opportunity to welcome people to celebrate movement uh, to kick off event weekend. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Getting kids involved is, is so, so fun. cool. Yeah. And so seeing fun. them out there, they're, they're probably more excited than the adults. I mean, they For just sure. love to be part of something. They do. And especially when it's like they're at a race and it's like a big deal. Cause, a big deal. Yeah, when you're a kid, you don't get that many opportunities to do something like that. And, yeah. and especially if you're a kid that's involved in sports and maybe you're not a starter on your yeah. team and you don't get to play a lot. Like yeah. I was that kid. I sat on the right. bench for every team sport I ever went out to. And that's why I went to running. I'm right. like, screw this. I can do this. If I'm yeah. in running, I'm always going to get to participate. Yeah. I'll never be on the bench. So, right. yeah, that's that's really cool for the kids to get out there and be active and I do it. Running in the streets of downtown Grand Rapids with the big buildings on either side will be a pretty darn cool experience. Too. Yeah, for sure. So you mentioned the expo. That's also April 30th. So tell That's me a little right. bit about what's going on with the expo this yeah. year. Yeah, so we've bounced around with our expo. We've been in different spaces a lot of different times um, over the over the years of Gazelle Girl. Um, this year we're doing something different. We are going to be along Monroe Center in three locations. Oh. So we are in the former Nomad Gallery space which is a super cool old building um, with some marble floors and really cool walls. Um, so we'll have an experience in that space. And then around the corner, we'll have uh, packet pickup and our charity partners. And then we're also opening our sixth Gazelle Sports location along Monroe Center. Um, and so we'll use our location as the third stop on your um, sort of expo experience. And they're all within about 200 yards of each other. Okay, so are you talking you'll have um, vendors and stuff like that, yeah. exhibitors set up in three locations so people can jump around. Bump from spot to spot yep. throughout Grand Rapids, go by the bars, go by the coffee shops, so you can kind of hit a little bit of everything and kind of get the whole day in, day in out there on Saturday? That's right. You can really have a great downtown Grand Rapids experience. Um, we're working with our new neighbors along Monroe Center to, to activate and to come out onto the sidewalk and have some fun. Um, we have some great partners coming alongside us. You know, there'll be some wine tasting, there'll be some food samples. Um, we have our sponsors coming alongside us. Our expo is presented by Foster Swift, um, this year, who has been one of our, uh, sponsors since year one. Um, so they'll be there with sign making. We'll have all kinds of activations within our different expo spaces, including, um, she runs merchandise within our gazelle sports store. Oh, fantastic. And that, yeah. now is that also the packet pickup and bib pickup stuff too? That's right. Okay. Yep. Is that at one, that's probably at one location. One location. Yep. So you'll have activations with sponsors in one location. You'll have shirt pickup and um, bib pickup in another. You'll have a charity. Our charity partners will be on site and then we'll have our fan wear um, as well. Okay. 
Yeah. Now, is the expo, can I go to the expo as a man? Or, oh, for okay, sure. Okay, so it's welcome yeah. to everybody, I Open assume. Open to everyone. Okay. Open to everyone, families, supporters, uh, volunteers, or just people who want to experience it. Uh, we'll be there. I think the expo starts at what time? At 11 o'clock. So it goes from 11 to 5 um, on Saturday, April 30th. Awesome. That'll be fun. I think it's going to be really cool. So yeah. does everything happen Right in Monroe Center, is that where the race is and the expo is all right there? Is that the central location? Nope. So the expo will happen along Monroe Center. Okay. And then the start and finish will happen on Calder Plaza. So we'll oh. start and finish from the same area um, that we have historically. So right from Calder Plaza, uh, start and finish in the same location. And then we'll also have our finish line festival as we have previously as well with beer and wine and cider. Um, Meyer is on board to help us with food. Um, we'll have a DJ, uh, and again, some more activations from our sponsors. There'll be a recovery zone um, provided by Hoka, and then yard games and fun uh, by New Balance. Oh, good. So yeah. it sounds like it's not just get to the race. There's like Saturday all day, something awesome to do. Yeah. Then you got get to the race. You got your family support. Then you got something afterwards that's games and, and alcohol and food and yeah. music. So Fun. Yeah. Lots of fun. You got a whole experience going yeah. on there. Yeah. So let's let's – Talk about the course a little bit then. So yeah. in, in between all that, you have to run. You have to do some running. So right. Running or walking, for there's, sure. There's a, there's a race course involved. So there we're starting is. around Calder Plaza. We're finishing around Calder Plaza. So where does where does the 5K, 10K half, what do they go and what are the courses like when they get out there on the run? Yeah, sure. So our um, event does a little something different where we've um, said we want to have a different course than anyone else. That's downtown Grand Rapids because you can get on the same course as a lot of folks, but we wanted to make sure we had a unique course. So you'll actually start around Calder Plaza and then you'll head south uh, towards kind of the arena district. You'll go around down Ionia, over to Oaks, up Division. And our courses will, or our three distances will stay together um, for the first few miles. And then the half will go up towards the ballpark through Riverside Park. Um, and then turn around just south of the ballpark, and then they'll every event or every distance will cross two bridges, the Sixth Street Bridge and the Gillette Bridge, to come back around through downtown. Fairly flat, except for those couple sneaky hills that are downtown Grand Rapids. Okay. When you say ballpark, you're talking about the White Caps, where the White That's Caps right, play baseball. That's right, the LMCU yep. ballpark. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So mostly flat. You know, there's yeah, there's a there's few a hills. There's a couple sneaky hills in, in downtown. Grand, in Grand Rapids, Rapids right. So... But a good course, and you're going to have course. eight stations every couple miles out there? That's right. Eight stations. Um, the Every couple of miles, I think we end up with five or six eight stations um, on the half course. Um, but we will have goo, chews, uh, chomps, and hydration at our eight stations. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of people lining the streets, That's watching. Right. Yeah. yeah. We'll have cheer stations, which we always have great activation from Girls on the Run, who's one of our charity partners. Um, we have couple other running groups that will come together to put on some great cheer stations along the way. Um, the course support will, will definitely show up on event day. So how's, how is course support and planning and, and the volunteer recruitment and the registration numbers and your, and all your activation that's going on? How's that coming along? Do you, do you feel like it's coming together? Well, we're, we're like a month away. Yeah. What's, what's it feel like? Yeah, it's coming together. Uh, I think it's slower than anyone would want, but I think we're, we're all coming out of two years of virtual. And so it's just, it's a slower ramp up. Um, we're trying to make sure that our amenities are right for volunteers, right? We know that volunteers have a long day ahead of them. So we want to make sure we're taking care of them with a, you know, a great, a great shirt, some food, um, and that they get to come and celebrate after the event too, at that finish line festival. 
Um, and then, you know, registration is, is it's picking up. I think as people are starting to experience some spring weather, I think last Saturday or last what day was a beautiful Sunday. Um, when we had some really great weather, we saw a pickup in registration. I think people are getting comfortable with it, but it's a little slower. Um, our last year together in 2019, we had about 3,800 women downtown Grand Rapids to run with us. Um, we've capped this year's event at 3,000. I'm not sure we'll get there, uh, so it might be a little bit smaller event this year, uh, but we know it's a it's a it's a comeback year, right? We're all figuring out how we return to how we return to running events. Yeah, it's it's so weird because there's so many different ways that we're coming back as a nation and as a as the world from from the pandemic stuff. And it's not actually over, but right. it's opening up enough where we can all do things again that are more normal and, and everyone's got their own comfort level. For sure. And so there's still some people that are afraid to come out and be a part of things, which is totally understandable. And it's their choice and no no reason to you know go against that. So exactly. yeah, there's going to be some hesitation, I think, on, on a lot of races that I'm seeing and on the races that I'm putting on too. There's, mm-hmm. there's still that hesitation there a little bit. Yeah, and we're, you know, we're working closely with... Um, University of Michigan Healthwest is one of our presenting sponsors as well. So we, you know, we will follow any guidelines um, and make sure that people have a safe experience. But we also, like you said, recognize that we all have a different comfort level um, to return to, to returning to big groups. Um, I've been with a couple of folks that have, you know, just in the last couple of weeks has have been in the in a big group for the first time, right? And that's a that's a unique experience after not gathering with people for the last two years. Yeah. I, I'm glad to see it happening and we'll just see where it goes. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Can so you have a lot of, you've talked to you about some charity partners you have. You've mentioned them a couple times. You got Girls on the Run of West Michigan. Yeah. You have you also have what you didn't mention, the YWCA yeah. and the Gazelle Sports Foundation. That's right. So why are these three charity organizations important to you and important to the run, important to the event, important to the people, the women of Grand Rapids? Yeah. Um so we one thing about our events um, in general is 100% of our race profits go to a charity partner. Um, so Gazelle Sports doesn't doesn't profit from the events that we put on. We um, give those funds to important charity partners. Um, Girls on the Run and uh, the YWCA have been with us since year one. And the reason that we selected those two of those two charity partners is that they are pri- primarily women and girl focused. So putting on a women's only event. Um, what they do to support women and girls in our community is important work. Um, so we value we value what they've done and what they continue to do and how they serve uh, the greater Grand Rapids and greater West Michigan community. The Gazelle Sports Foundation is also one of our charity partners, and the mission of the Gazelle Sports Foundation is to uh, remove barriers to movement. So that can look like um, adaptive sports. That can look like funding in underserved populations. Um, and for us at our core of Gazelle Sports and the Gazelle Sports Foundation, you know, as we say, we believe movement can change your life. And so the Gazelle Sports Foundation really sets out to do that, um, where we give grants um, to other charity partners or other charity organizations, nonprofit organizations, to help lower barriers to movement um, for youth and adults in our community. Is that a is that a Grand Rapids focused or a Michigan focused? Michigan focused. Okay, yep. so Michigan, Michigan focused. Because focused. Gazelle has how many locations in Michigan? We have five, soon to be six locations. Okay, so yeah. pretty spread out. Got the yep. got the area covered of Michigan for sure. That's right. We have so we have uh, we'll have two Grand Rapids locations: one on Twenty Eighth Street, one downtown on Monroe Center. We have the location in Holland on Eighth Street, 
We have our original Kalamazoo location that started in 1985 downtown on the Kalamazoo Mall. And then we have a location in, or two locations in Metro Detroit, one in Northville at Seven Mile, Seven Mile and Haggerty, and one in downtown Birmingham on the corner of Maple and Pierce. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm very familiar with the Grand Rapids and the Holland yeah. locations. I, I haven't ever been to the other ones, but... Yeah. I'm sure they're just as good. Yeah, just they as are. Right. Yeah. Yes, and they I'm, are. I'm excited to see the brand new one downtown GR. So that'll yes, be we are too. really yeah, it'll be cool. Fun. It'll yeah. be really fun. Excited about that. So let's talk about a couple other things you got coming up because I don't want to skip this over, but yeah. you have some other events that go along with She Runs GR. Uh, coming up, there's a, one at Farmhouse Cider. That's right. So Farmhouse Cider has been a partner of ours for several years, and they're going to host a co-ed meetup on uh, Thursday, April 14th at 6 o'clock. So if you haven't been out to Farmhouse Cider in Hudsonville, this promises to be a fun time um, where we'll have a fun 5K course. About 70% of it will be on gravel. Uh, so a little different experience if you've been running the roads around West Michigan. Um, but it should be, should be a fun time. Hopefully the weather holds for us on April April 14th for that one. Is this something you need to register for or can you just show up? Or Yes, there is, will be pre-registration for that. You can find that on our website. Okay. And then there's a, there's a cost for this. No, this is a free meetup. Okay. Free so, meetup and you'll get a, if you want to have cider afterwards, they'll give you a little deal on a glass of cider. Oh, excellent. Okay. Yeah. And then another one we have is a race day ready clinic. So what is That's that? Right. So on Tuesday, April 19th, we'll host our race day ready clinic in our um, 28th street location of Gazelle Sports. And this is really your opportunity to ask any questions. We'll have pacers on site. We'll have a, a panel discussion with new and seasoned participants um, we'll have nutrition samples of goo. So if you're, if you're unsure of any of the flavors, we'll have them there for you to try. We'll do an overview of the course. So if you're trying to scout where you should put your family or have questions on what the course looks like, um, we can answer all of those. Um, we'll have new balance on site with some fittings and fun. Uh, but just again, a, a good moment to kind of just get yourself reset for race day. That'll be, you know, just 11 days away from race day on April 19th. Oh yeah. So like if, if any information they didn't get right here on this exactly. episode of this podcast, exactly. they're going to show up in person to Gazelle Sports Grand Rapids on 28th, yep. get race day ready, and then they'll know right. everything that's going on. That's right. So that event runs from 530 to 7 on Tuesday, April 19th. And that one also, we'd love for you to register just so we know how to, who to plan for. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Get registered for that. So you yep. know about it. You mentioned that the Pacers will be there. We didn't talk about Pacers. Yes. So you got a big pace team. So tell me about your pace team. We do. So our pace team is 60 women strong. Holy. I holy. know it is amazing. And they are, uh, an incredible group of runners, um, and just great people who again, put it, put it out there on that day to get someone to their goal. Right, and you will see our pacers cheering, jumping, just being there, uh, adding to the environment and uh, the excitement of event day. So our our pacers are a, an incredible group of women. So if you're like, hey, I'm I'm I've got a goal in mind. I wanted, I you know I want to hit a, a ten minute pace for my half marathon. We have a group that you can stick with, and they'll coach you to it. Um, we also have a group that brings up the last participant. Um, and I believe we call them our glitter crew. Um, and they will stay with that last participant to make sure she is not alone. Um, our finish line will also stay open until the last participant, um, crosses. And that is one of my most favorite moments of the day, um, to welcome that, that woman, uh, to the finish line with lots of celebration, uh, hand her her medal 
and celebrate all that she's accomplished. Yeah, because everybody that completed that distance deserves the same treatment, totally. right? They all need that celebration. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I totally agree with that. It's yeah. so cool. I've been a pacer before in a run. And I've also used pacers on a run, and yeah. I've done it. I can tell you they are definitely make worth make a difference. And you don't have to worry about looking at your own watch to get your pace, and you don't have to worry about finding some extra motivation because they're going to be there for you. And you got sometimes you got a group of 20, 30 people with you in, in these pace groups, so it's like you're – you got all these new friends to run with. New friends. It's awesome. Lots of conversation, lots of yeah. encouragement. Uh, I think if, if you're planning to do the half marathon, I think if you can link up, all the pacers are listed on our website. Um, if you wanted to try to look one up and ask some questions, I'm sure they'd be happy to help. Okay. With. And the pacers are like by the minute mile, right? There's like That's a right. seven minute, eight minute, nine That's minute, right. all the way up to whatever. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Your website. 60 of them strong, which is an incredible yeah. number. It'll be fun to see them that on event day. Lot. It's a lot of pacers. So you talked about the web. What is the website people can go to? Yes. Yeah, so the website is sherunsgr.com. Okay. And there's also a run sign up page that has yeah. the registration stuff. That's right. So if you go to sherunsgr.com, go to the run sign up page, more information there. That's your actual, you'll click on there, register, get signed up for the race. That's right. And you can also, you can register for the event. You can also, so you can register for the 5K, 10K, half marathon. The kids run there. You can also register to volunteer okay? Uh, through yeah. she runs dot, she runs gr.com and then the run sign up link. Excellent. And there's race information on both the run sign up and the website. So That's you can right. get all the information. Okay, cool. And also should say, we're going to do a discount code for people listening to this podcast. Yeah. And the code is run my West coast. So my, if you're not familiar is M I. So the name of the podcast Run Michigan's West Coast. So R-U-N-M-I-W-E-S-T-C-O-A-S-T. If you use that code at checkout when you're registering for She Runs Grand Rapids through April 10th, you get 10% off. That's That's for the half or the 10K or the 5K. So make sure you do that. I'll put that in the show notes too in case people forget. And of course, the link to the website, all that stuff. So everything about the race, you can find online. You can find here. You can go to Race Day Ready Clinic, all kinds of information out there. If you need anything else, get a hold of Jen. She knows it all. Get a hold of Gazelle Sports, (laughs) and we'll plan on seeing you out there. Jen, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been great to hear about this event. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited about it. I'm sure Grand Rapids, the women of Grand Rapids are excited about it. It's going to be an awesome day. Yeah, thank you, Eddie, for having me. Yep. See you later. Thanks again, Jen, for being on the show. It was a great interview and a great conversation. I thoroughly enjoyed it. All right, so ladies, if you haven't already, make sure to register for She Runs Grand Rapids. And if you missed it, our code during the interview was Run My West Coast. That's my with an I. And it's going to get you 10% off your registration for either the half, the 10K, or the 5K all the way through April 10th. So don't delay. Get signed up right away. The link to that code is also in the show notes. So get registered, get out to Grand Rapids, and make a run for it. All right, let's talk about some local races happening right here in West Michigan, starting out with my favorite race, Holland Haven Marathon. Uh, Holland Haven Marathon is coming up on Sunday, September 11th, 2022. And you can register by going to runsignup.com slash Holland. And link for that is in the show notes. Uh, A couple things about Holland Haven going on that you might want to know. 
Um, we're doing our merchandise of the month for April. And for April, it is our Holland Haven Marathon blanket. And we're selling it for just $40. This is a super comfy plush blanket. It's a blue blanket. It's got the Holland Haven Marathon logo on it. It says 26.2, 13.18K. It is just perfect for snuggling up on a couch in the winter, getting nice and cozy. So check that out on our race store online. Uh, something else about Holland Haven. You can get referral rewards for getting your your friends to register for the race. You could actually end up running the race for free if you got enough friends. Because when you refer a friend using your unique code that comes in your confirmation email, say like for the full marathon, if you refer three friends, you're going to get $20 back. And every third friend, another $20. So if you paid 100 bucks for the marathon, 15 friends later, you got free entry. Half marathon, same idea. Every third runner, this that one's 15 bucks, And then referral rewards for the 8K, every third runner, $10. So refer your friends, get them into the race, get some money back, save yourself on your entry fee. Uh, next thing, the Holland... Haven Marathon Mission, I want to read the mission statement here. A well-organized community event and tremendous experience for runners that supports local organizations. That's really what we're all about. So just keep that in your mind going forward. And finally, about Holland Haven, as usual, as in the past years, we are proud to support Camp Geneva and Team Red, White, and Blue. Okay, next race is Tulip Time Run, another run I am very fond of that I happen to be the race director of. That's coming up just a couple months, uh, not even a couple months, less than that, actually. I should pay attention. Saturday, May 7th, 2022. So that's coming up fast, actually. Uh, you can sign up for that one, runsignup.com slash tulips, and link to that in the show notes if you want to run Tulip Time. A uh, couple notes about Tulip Time, just some information about it. Uh, both the 5K and the 10K start at 8 a.m. So they do start together. Everybody's going to line up together and go. There's going to be about 3,000 runners this year, which is a pretty good total for coming back off pandemic. We've missed a couple of years with Tulip Time. This is the first in-person race since 2019, so expect about 3,000 runners out there. Uh, there's two distances for adults. There's the 5K and the 10K, which some kids can run that too, but there's also a dedicated kids run that happens along, along with that after the 5K and 10K get going. The start location and the end location is at Collin Park in Holland. It's a loop course, so you start and end right in the same spot. Packet pickup. Now, we do have a packet pickup for this. It is Friday, May 6th, which is the night before, and it's 4 to 7 p.m., and that is also at Collin Park, right at the start-finish line. It used to be at a different location. Now it's all at Collin Park, so just come there, get your packet the night before, or there's morning of packet pickup. You can do that as well. And finally, about Tulip Time Run, I want to tell you, is if you're looking for more information on Tulip Time Run, you're in luck because I was just on another podcast talking about it. I was on the Michigan Runner Girl podcast, and I did an interview with her talking about the Tulip Time Run recently. So I encourage you to go over and listen to that episode, find out all about Tulip Time Run and what's going on, and just listen to the Michigan Runner Girl podcast because if you want some great information about running happening in Michigan, it's a great resource. So the episode that I was in is titled why we love our community races and tulip time run in Holland. So look for that from Michigan runner girl, or of course link to it in our show notes so that you can find it real quick. All right. On to some more races. And I'm excited because it's April. 
It's spring. There's more races coming up. The list has gotten longer. As I researched what races I could find in West Michigan, I'm pretty pumped about it. And, of course, I'm going to run one of these races. Don't know which one yet. So that next month, when we get into the rundown, I can tell you a little bit more about it and how it went for me. So here's our list. And, of course, all these are in show notes. So there's links to them. If you want to register for any of them, just go to show notes. Click on right to the registration page. You'll be all set. So number one here I got... The Calhaven Trail Run, 33-and-a-half-mile run from Kalamazoo to South Haven. That's a point-to-point. That's on April 10th. The Mountaineer Pie Run 5K in Byron Center on April 16th. Hearts in Motion 5K is in Zealand on April 21st. Hurt the Dirt Trail Races Full, Half, and Quarter Marathon in Rockford on April 23rd. Love and Learn Walk Run for Mental Health 5K and One Miler in Zealand on April 23rd. Rivertown Races Half 10K 5K is in Grand Rapids on April 23rd. The Kalamazoo Marathon Half 10K and 5K on April 24th. Rat Race 5K is in Holland on April 30th. And then, of course, as you know, she runs Half Marathon in Grand Rapids on May 1st. So, Those are your local races. Make sure you get out there, support local, run a local race in West Michigan, go as fast as you can, make it happen. Thank you for listening to this episode of Run My West Coast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast, like it, and share it with your running friends. Your support of Run My West Coast and the running community in and around West Michigan keeps the runners running. You're truly appreciated, and I'm grateful for the chance to share my thoughts with you. Thanks again and see you on race day.